Welcome to the Westside Lions Podcast. I am Ben Miller, host here at the Westside Lions Podcast. You can find me at Lions Westside on Twitter. Go on over there. Give us a follow if you want to keep up to date with what's going on in Lions news. Today is a fun podcast we've got going on. In today's podcast, we're going to be going over the draft, which is in two weeks now. We are only two weeks away from the draft, so that is super exciting. And we're going to talk about, specifically today, we're going to talk about possible trade-down scenarios. We have talked a lot about what Lions might do at pick seven, and today we're going to talk about trading down, which I think a lot of Lions fans always prefer, no matter what. Um, so we're going to talk about that today and talk about scenarios and possible trade down partners, uh, with me as always, Mr. Reliable Jake Krieg here. Jake, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, Ben? I'm good, man. It's Friday. It's the weekend coming up now. Just got off work. So I'm excited to do this. It's a good way to kick off our weekend with the Lions podcast. Love doing it. So let's get into it. So. As we talked about, we are taking a look at trade-down scenarios. And for those people who don't understand why a person would trade down in the draft or why somebody would trade in the draft, it's because most likely there's a player available that another team really, really wants. And I think the most likely scenario, there's two scenarios that I could see as possibilities of why a team would trade up with the Lions. Um, One, because Kyle Pitts is available. I've heard a lot of interest about other teams and possibly wanting to trade it for Kyle Pitts, but we're not going to talk about that scenario because that is the, the least likely one of the two. And the other scenario is that there's a QB available. A lot of times we see teams trading up to get their next quarterback because you want the guy that's going to lead your team and you're going to want to trade up to get him. So that leads a lot of teams to try to trade up and get a guy they really like as quarterback. Now, at pick seven, there's a possibility, a high possibility even, of two quarterbacks, two of the top four or five quarterbacks available at pick seven. We can all assume Trevor Lawrence goes one. Most likely, Zach Wilson goes two. Number three is kind of a toss-up with, you know, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and then... You know, after those three teams, you've got the Atlanta Falcons who could take a quarterback, but also might choose best player available, which was like Kyle Pitts. Um, so, and then the next two teams after that are in no way looking for a new quarterback because they got one last year. So the scenario that we're at at pick seven is at least one, if not two of the top four quarterbacks will be there at pick seven. And that would lead a lot of teams to want to try to trade up and get their guy. Um, I think that a guy like Justin Fields and Trey Lance, if they get to the Lions pick at seven, it's a much higher chance that somebody's going to want to trade up for them rather than Mac Jones. So I think a lot of teams might think that he just falls to them because, you know, he's not as touted as as good of a quarterback as the other two. But let's just take the assumption that we're going to follow what the mock drafts are doing right now, that Justin Fields and Trey Lance are available at pick seven for the Lions. And 
we start getting calls from other teams, you know, most likely you're gonna we're gonna want to trade down. We're in a rebuild. We want draft picks. That's that's gonna be the important thing is we need draft picks to keep building our team. So I I don't even know like where to start with this one. So first let me say this. If if Pitts, if Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, and Penny Sewell are all off the board, that leaves one of the top two quarterbacks to us. If one of those three are available, I think we think about it at least, but I think it's probably in the best interest of the Lions still to trade down. So let's just assume we're not going to take any of them. We, we're trading down, right? Um, here is who I think might be available and who I've heard might be um, wanting to trade up to take a quarterback. These are the quarterback needy teams in this draft. We've got Denver. They're at pick nine. We've got Patriots at pick 15 and we've got Washington at pick 19. Those are the three teams that I could see as real possibilities for trading up to pick seven. Um, first, let me ask you, Jake, would you prefer, let's again, let's say Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase and Penay Sewell are off the board. You've got Trey Lance and Justin Fields available. Would you rather take one of the quarterbacks? Would you rather take a different player who's available or would you want to trade down? Um, the answer for me is trade down. If Penay Sewell, Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase are all off the board, then there's no way we don't trade down because a quarterback would be available and a team would want a quarterback. A quarterback needy team would want a quarterback, obviously. So we could get a lot of good draft capital and still have a, a early first-round pick. So, yeah. So let's say now that um, Jamar Chase is available. Um, however, no, not even Jamar Chase, because he's there's almost no chance he's going to be available. Let's say Penay Sewell is available. Let's say Penay Sewell is available <clears throat> and the quarterback that is left is Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Are And there's still teams wanting to trade up. Do you trade down, take one of the quarterbacks, or do you take one of the guys like Sewell? Um, I'd still say trade down here. But honestly speaking, I know I know how you, you and Austin feel about Penay Sewell, and I like Penay Sewell, but... I would take Trey Lance over Panay so well, but still the answer for me is trade down. Okay. So I think we've agreed that trading down is probably the best scenario for the Lions if any if anything happens, except for maybe if like Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase is is there at pick seven, which is highly unlikely, but if that's the case, you know, we think about it. Uh, and we probably might have other teams wanting to trade up at that point, to be honest. Yeah. Um but so let's look at those partners that we had for that pick seven trade. So Denver at pick nine. <clears throat> if we take a look at the chart that shows how valuable each pick is and kind of see what would be a fair trade. Right now I'm seeing Denver would have to give up their pick nine and a third rounder this year. So you're getting pick nine, which you're still getting a top, top tier talent still. You're pick, pick nine. So <clears throat> most likely... You're still getting either Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. You're getting 
Rashawn Slater or possibly Pene Suel can fall to nine. It's possible. Um, but those are the types of players you'd still be able to get at pick nine. And But you're only getting a third rounder this year. Um, what are your thoughts on that trade, at least for – without hearing the rest of it, what are your thoughts so far with that? Um, with the Denver trade, I'm not very happy with that trade because – um, with most mock drafts I've seen right now from like NFL Network and stuff like that, ESPN, um, I'm seeing what's available at pick nine is the best defensive talent, right? And the best mm-hmm. offensive talent is gone by then, right? So I and we're looking at team needs right now. We 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 do need defense, but I'm not thinking Patrick Sertain the second is the answer or Micah Parsons right now. Um, I don't think that. I, the Broncos are um, the best option here, considering if we had Panay Sewell available, and we're only getting back basically two two picks down and a third round pick. I, I don't really like that trade that much, but um, it depends on who is available. You know, who knows? Maybe um, someone surprising will fall down. But if at pick nine, I feel like either Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle will be be available so we can choose one of them and I would be fine with that but other than that if we don't select Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith at that pick it's not worth it in my opinion okay okay so let's move on to the next one Patriots at pick 15 which is a real possibility I could see them trading up I think they like Mac Jones I think they also like Trey Lance <clears throat> so they could be they were super aggressive in this offseason and free agency getting all their guys so I could see them being aggressive in the draft as well so I did the same thing, looked at what would be a fair trade for the Patriots, and we would be getting their pick in the first round, pick 15, and we'd be getting a second rounder this year. So we would be getting pick 15. You'd still be able to get somebody most likely. I've seen a lot of drafts where Micah Parsons is still available, where Devontae Smith sometimes is available. You're still getting a decent talent, like still in the top talents, um, but it's not that elite level that you're getting in, you know, top 10 picks. So what are your thoughts with the Patriots one? Uh, I like that trade um, a bit more, but it's, it's risky. It's more risky than the Denver trade because of who's going to be available at pick 15. It's on my list of top first rounders. It's getting very slim and it's Mm -hmm. getting very risky. In my opinion, None of the top three wide receivers are going to fall that far. Who knows? I could possibly be wrong. I don't like Micah Parsons' chances of falling that far either. So, you know, we're thinking on the lines of Christian Barmore, um, Trevon Morig, Aziz Ajulari. Um, it's defense at that point. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, defense is not our top need right now, early rounds. Um, but even Even though it was the worst defense that the lions have had almost historically ever. Yeah. But I think, um, considering the offensive talent early on in this draft, we have to consider offense first defense has some great depth later deep, deep in the draft. So that's why that's what I'd say probably, but a second round pick, another second round pick would be very helpful and we could select a wide receiver there for sure. Okay. So now let's talk about our last one here. So Washington, they're at pick 19. They are also in a spot where they need a quarterback. And when you go back to pick 19, you're going towards the back of the draft now. 
of the first round, and <clears throat> you, you know you're in that talk like we like we just said where you're not in the high elite players anymore. You're hoping to get gr- you know still great players. It's first round player, um, but it's not the Micah Parsons. It's not the Jalen Waddles. It's not the Devonte Smith. But you're still getting good players, um, and you can still get, especially in your, like your case, wide receiver is a big need for us. Wide receivers are deep in this class, so we can get wide yep. receiver. There's a lot of good offensive talent we can get later in this draft. But because with this pick being so far back, the trade that I saw for Washington is amazing. And here's what it is for Washington. In order for them to get to pick seven, we have to we would take their pick nineteen. We would take a second rounder this year. And then we would get their twenty twenty two first rounder and a twenty twenty two third rounder and possibly one more like late day sixth or seventh round pick on top of that. So that to me screams rebuild. You know, that's that's how you rebuild a team, right? Yep. Um, you're not – right now, we're not looking for the one guy who's going to change it all for us, right? We're looking for the guy that's going to come in and be a nice starter, be a you know team player, we, guy who we can hang our hats on, five-year contract. You know, those, those are the guys we want, guys that we can just stick in there and can be, you know, the, the, the base of our – team going on while also giving us tons of assets for the future and to me this is the the scenario that probably makes the most sense to me um what what are your thoughts on this trade with it just the draft compensation without even looking at like who might be available just what with the draft compensation what are your thoughts with it it's great for us um it gives us more depth for this year's draft and it gives us a heck of a draft for next year that would give us three first-round picks next draft, and mm-hmm. that would be great for us because there's no way we can miss on three mm-hmm. of those, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. um, not even two probably. So we're going to get some great players out of that, <laughs> and it it's mm-hmm. going to build a solid team and a playoff team for the, in a few years. So I, I, yep. I really like that. Okay, so now let's get into if we decide that, you know, Pick 19 would be best for our team moving forward for the possibility of getting future draft compensation. Let's look at, you know, at pick 19, <coughs> excuse me, who are the guys that are going to be available? So I did a mock draft earlier when I was pulling this up to just see kind of what those players would look like. Then I did it very, <coughs> very realistically. And these are the guys in my opinion, who are the top guys that are still available. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Linebacker is a big need for our team. We got Quiddy Pay, who I would personally like because he's an edge player. Are we going to stick with Trey Flowers much after this year? I don't know. He's kind of like a newer Trey Flowers, maybe a little bit more um, defensive tackle. is what I, I think that would be a good pick for our team. You know, Greg Newsom, cornerback, he would be available. He would be a good pick. And then the guy that I really like is Trayvon Morig. We haven't talked about it a lot, but safety is is a big need for our team right now. Um, I think that 
we could do this kind of trade, get a, a stud safety first round, because the safety group is not super, super deep in this class. And and then we could also, you know, fill up on all the rest of our needs, linebacker, wide receiver in, in future rounds, because that talent is a little bit deeper. Um, so I'd be fine with a couple people. I'd be fine with Christian Barmore there at pick 19. I'd be fine with Trev, uh, Trayvon Morig. I think that, you know, in my eyes, 19, with the lion, with the amount of needs that the Lions have, you're not get you know you're not getting short changed out of getting an elite guy. You're like you're getting still a, a starter right away. The guy's gonna you know be immediate impact on your team. We're not a top transitional you know a transcendent talent away from being a winner. We're quite a few starters and good players away from being a winner. So that's how you do it is you trade down, get good players, and then you build. And in my opinion, that's what I would do. So what do you think with like those players available or any other players that you would see available? Oh, any of those players would be great for us and considering the extra picks we get. But um, to add to your list, I also like Rashad Bateman available at that. Sure. At pick 19, wide receiver is mm-hmm. a huge need for us, and Rashad Bateman was great for Minnesota. But, you know, I, I I like what you said about not getting an elite player but a great starter. I kind of have to disagree there because there has been a lot of late first-round gems, um, especially last year at pick 22 with Justin Jefferson. He's mm-hmm. an elite wide receiver right now, I'd sure. say. And I feel yeah. like we could – and if especially like players like uh, Trevon Morig. I definitely see him being an elite safety in the NFL. He's he sure. he he did great in college and um Jeremiah Wusu Koromore. I don't see him being an elite linebacker, but a very good linebacker or sure. Yeah. So this is just pick 19 just makes sense. It's kind of the best of the rest of the first round and anyone who we select there is a great pick. Kind of like our pick 7 that we have right mm-hmm. now. Right. And so by when I said like, you know, not an elite talent, you know, I, I'm saying that in the sense of most people think, you know, your top 10 players in the NFL draft are, that's the hierarchy, right? Top 10 are your elite guys. Those are going to be the guys that are, you know, that everyone's saying those are going to be the next elite players, no matter what. And then you start getting into later first rounds. You're like, okay, they're probably going to be good. They possibly might be elite. I mean, look at Frank Ragnow. We picked mm-hmm. him up at pick yep. 20 elite, you know? Like, it's a very good possibility. They're in the first round for a reason, right? It's still a very good possibility that they could be an elite talent. Um, it's just at this point, people are a lot less of, you know, thinking that they're a for sure thing. When in the draft, let's be honest, nothing's a for sure thing. Yeah. So, I mean, you're dropping back to 19, getting all these draft assets. You're picking up a guy who, like we talked about, you know, Trayvon Morg would be, is probably one of the top, is the top safety in this draft. I mean, you're getting the top safety in this draft at pick 19. You know, you're not getting like crappy players because you're back at 19. You're getting top safety because safety doesn't usually go in like top five, top 10, usually top 15 picks even. You know, you're still getting best safety available. You're looking now specifically at pick value. You're looking at what pick you're at and what's the value of picking there. Um, you know, usually you don't take a tight end super early. However, when the value fits, you do it. Um, so I think at pick 19, it's perfect for what we need. So that's perfect. I mean, that's personally what I would like to do at 
the draft. However, I always say this because last year we had a ton of Lions fans just completely aghast that we did not trade down from pick three. However, in order for you to trade, there has to be two people that want to do the trade. You can't just be like, hey, I want to do this trade. You know, give me your stuff and we'll trade. Like, no, the team's got to want to come up and you've got to want to go. Like, it's got to be both sides. And some people might not want to do that. So if there's not a trade done, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, why didn't they do a trade? They should have done a trade. Okay, well, I'm sure that if there would have been a good trade, they would have done it. So, but let's just assume they do. Let's look at what the draft capital would be for the next couple of years, right? So for 2021, if they did the trade with Washington, we would have the pick 19 in this draft. We'd have a second rounder. We'd have three third rounders. We'd have a fourth rounder and a fifth rounder. Then in 2022, we'd have three first rounders, a second rounder, two third rounders, a fourth, fifth, and then somewhere a second, sixth, or a seventh, which might not stay with us. Who knows? Um, But, I mean, that's a lot of draft capital. You're looking at quite a few players in the top 100. Yeah. I think, you know, that's kind of how you you build the team, you know? I mean, am I wrong? Is Do you think that um, this team – needs to hit a player early that is an elite player or do they, or do you kind of agree where we just need as many picks as possible? Um, I agree with you that we need as many picks as possible, but um, I kind of want to be realistic for a sec. You know, the chances of a top five quarterback being a bit or top four quarterback uh, quarterback available at our pick is very low in my opinion right now, considering you know, Bill Belichick has talked about um, um, how he, if there's a guy available, he's gonna trade up, and I could see them being trade, the Patriots being trade partners with the Falcons um, at pick four. Let, but let me throw something in here real quick about that. Okay, so <clears throat> what do you think the odds are? Let me just first ask you this: question. What do you think the odds are that if the top three quarterbacks are off the board, that the Atlanta Falcons are going to take the fourth quarterback off the board. What do you think those odds are? I'd say it's a 40% chance. Okay. So from what I've heard, they really, really love Kyle Pitts. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I don't think that the Falcons would take a quarterback. I think they would take Kyle Pitts. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm the new England Patriots, I say, what is the least amount that we have to give up to get the quarterback? If they go up to pick four, they're going to have to give up like multiple first round picks, tons of first round picks. They're not going to want to do that. They're going to say, okay, where's the next team that would need a quarterback? And I could see lions possibly, but even then they're probably like, no, I don't, I don't think lions will take a quarterback, but then they look, okay. Carolina has said that they're not solidifying that Sam Darnold is, is their guy forever. They're not going to take a quarterback. Broncos have have said they're, you know, have been looking like they want a quarterback. So, you know, I'm going to get ahead of those guys. Where can I get to ahead of those guys that would want to trade with me? The Lions are sitting right there saying, hey, you know, I want to trade down. So if I'm New England, I'm saying the lowest I, the highest I need to go is seven because I don't honestly believe, unless Justin Fields is available, I don't honestly believe that Falcons would be wanting to take a quarterback at pick four. That's a really good point, yeah. 
And even if they do take a quarterback, you're still sitting there with another quarterback, Mac Jones or, um, you know, Trey Lance. If some, if they take Mac Jones early, who, whatever it is, there's going to be one quarterback sitting there at our pick, which we still have other teams that are needy, you know? So one team may trade up. It doesn't mean that other ones won't want to either, you know? So I think, yeah. I think it's a very realistic possibility that we get a trade up, um, but I'm just so excited, dude. I'm so excited. For yeah, I really am. I'm just ready to get there. It's so many mock drafts at this point. I'm mo- I'm almost mock drafted out. I really am. <laughs> but on that note, next week we're going to do our final mock draft. Where <laughs> me, Austin, who will be back with us hopefully next week, and uh, Jake will all be doing a three round mock draft. We're all going to take the mock draft and do it however we want. We're going to do three rounds. You can do a trade if you want. You can do no trades. However, it has to be realistic. And we're going to take a look at our three rounds for the 2021 NFL draft for the Lions. And then we're going to go through who we picked in our next week's podcast. We're going to grade each other and talk about what we like and dislike from each other's draft. So that's what we're going to do next week. You know, listening for that. It's going to be a fun one. Our last mock draft podcast had a lot of listens. We really enjoyed that. I know the listeners really enjoy those. Um, so we're going to do another one here. Final one, the week before NFL draft to get us hyped up and ready for the week. And then the week of the NFL draft, we will be making sure that we will do a, um, I think we're probably going to do a first round review. And then we might wait for the week after and do the full NFL draft review. But by Friday, we'll have the first round done, and we'll do a first round review. If if the second round has happened at that point, we'll do second round. If not, we'll just stick with the first round, and then we'll do the full draft overview the week after. But that is what's coming up with us. As always, please follow the podcast. If you have not done so already, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, We're on anchor.fm. We have been getting some support from you guys. We really appreciate it. We love you all so much. Thank you for all the support you guys have done. Please head over to all of those different places where we are and leave us a review. You know, we'd love some five stars. If you could, reviews would be great. Tell us what we could improve, what you guys want to see. We would really, really appreciate that. But from Jake and I, go Lions! Go Lions!